Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes, you are. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about cars, motorsport, F1... Car, what else? Cars? Cars? We cars, cars, cars. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on youtube.com forward slash behind the glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Well, everybody, welcome to our latest Behind the Glass live event from Alexander's Prestige. We've come up north. Everyone give yourself a round of applause. Now, so that the uh, audience at home know, we had a little bit of a technical disaster in the last five minutes. I rushed in here to get started, forgot that I hadn't actually set anything up, and we just discovered that the wireless microphone is not working. And continuously at these live events, we sort of struggle with capturing our wonderful audience, which you've said to me before, off camera is a good thing. Um, I think that's rude. I would like to integrate them more, but we're not going to have to do that today. So everyone at home, we're sorry. We're going to try and capture as much of the audience audio as possible. But these things happen, you know. We're not a professional setup, even though we try to be. Well, you're meant to be. Um, (laughs) I am meant to be a professional setup. I don't know what what happens. Uh, But anyway, if you are watching or attending a Behind the Glass Live for the first time, we always kick these off with a Rate My Ride section, which I still question as to why people submit themselves for these. And actually, my wife, Vicky, is like... Tony's so rude. Like, do people like that? There's four times you said I'm rude. I'm not that rude. You can be. I think you're less rude than you were. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, we've snuck around the car park. There are some very interesting cars here today. There's some shitters as well. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them. Some of them, I'm surprised I've even got here. I mean, you're right about a couple. (laughs) It is quite impressive. Um, But we're just going to flick through and and have a little chat about, yes, some of the stuff that our audience have turned up in today. Now, we're going to use my phone here, so you're going to have to lean over a bit but we're going to kick things off with one of the early arrivals a stunning Jaguar E-Type Jag Crew Uh, Mr. E-Type owner or Mrs. E-Type owner can you put your hands up right there well done sir thank you for bringing that is it a series 2 series 2 series 2 how long have you had it Seven years. Seven years. Now, somebody pointed this out, this out to me. I didn't have a proper look. Has it got 911 bucket seats in it or something? Uh, it actually has, uh, I think, the Mazda. Mazda bucket seats. 
Mazda, bu- Mazda bucket seat. Well, I had a conversation. Well, because tall guys don't really fit in E-types. <laughs> when I drove it, my knees were in my chest. So I didn't know Mazda made bucket seats was my surprise. <laughs> what are they going in? Have you ever seen... R- RX-7? Where, where, what, what are they from? What car are they from? What Mazda are they from? The MX-5. From oh, the MX-5. Oh. Wow. But what a beautiful car. I mean, stunning car. Yep. And brought a bit of class to the event. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I saw that rolling in The thought. only bit of class I've seen, actually. <laughs> That's a lie. Did you see the Alfa Romeo? We're going to come on to that. That was a, that's a bit of Italiano class. But yeah, massive approval. Big, big. And you're a fan of that, aren't you? I'm, I'm a fan of that. I've already told him I'm a fan of that. And he's got a few other classic cars as well, which is good. He's obviously a classic car man, which means inherently he doesn't like me and he likes you. <laughs> well, welcome. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. We have a very nice Clio. Now, I included this because I'm fairly sure the owner of this car... Well, so it's a bit of a rattle box. Where have you gone, Mr. Yes. <laughs> Very nice gentleman who, upon arrival, said, I'm worrying that car's a bit too hardcore for me. <laughs> Tony's eyeing him up. Go on, I'm waiting for you to say something. Off you go. Um, well, it's the cheapest way to get 8,000 revs without the stigma of a Honda Civic Type R. Cheapest way to get 8,000 revs. Not a bad point. What, what's wrong with Honda Civic Type R? Well, up oh, north, it's got a bit of a wide range of stigma. And the Clio hasn't? Civic Type R's are, yeah, quite in your face, I think, at the Chav. best of time. Chav. Chav yeah. <laughs> we, we had one on the last event, didn't we? That, that, that was a Clio. That was the model before. A really Larry that one. Was, no, it wasn't Larry, mate. It was, that was the Cat N or the Cat oh, D the, that was falling apart. Yeah, the one that had the bumper falling yeah. off as it arrived. This one's all right, that one. It's not broken. It's all right. Very good. Very good. We're fl- fans of uh, It's just not very fast, though. That's the problem with it, Mark. It's just nuts off. Yeah. You've got to rev, rev it out, rev the nuts off it. Yeah. Me and Andrew, me and Andrew remember the old Renault 5 Turbo days, won't we, son? Yeah. Well, that was a slow car. <laughs> but the Renault 5 Turbo was a little rocket ship. It's up your street, isn't so, it? Well, that's basically what, you know, what that come from. Yeah, I should say, it's not basically what he's got. He's no, no, doing no, him a no, lot no. of famous, doesn't no, he? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, we're fan of Clears, but we're also fan of Cupra's and Cupra Ateca. Where, where's, where's Mr. Cupra Man gone? Yes. Now, oh. we had a very interesting chat about this because this is essentially, what was it, Tiguan? Like a Cupra version of Tiguan, we agreed? Doing 18 MPG, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know what's gone on there. That is a disaster. So VW Group probably put a Bentley engine in by mistake. Can <laughs> <laughs> I make it up? I do better MPG in the F-Type. I mean, it's a cool-looking car. Though. I, I, hands up if you're a fan of the Cupra stuff, if you think it... Okay, hands up if you like it. Hands up if you think it's a bit pointless. Uh, I think people like them. I see them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's a bit different, but unique. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I like this. You like that? Yeah, I mean, I like them, but I think they're a bit pointless. <laughs> you're not fast, are you? No. <laughs> um, now, this is a super interesting car. Boxster, 718 Boxster T. Oh, I've, done, I don't think I've ever seen one of them. I, I forgot that they did the T for all of the... Por- like, there was a McCann T, wasn't there? Paul, yeah. Paul Wallace messaged us once, like, nine months ago. He goes, Clad, I think I want a McCann T. And we're like, what even is that? Yeah, he's clueless, that but boy. I quite like the idea of this, because it's like a simple sports car, like, back to basics, convertible sports car. A bit like your Carrera T. No, I think that's a bit more special than there's one here today, so we're going to talk about that in a second. But, yeah, because that was a back to basics 911, but this is more like... Yeah, M- not MX-5 rival, because it's a bit more serious than that, isn't it? But 
I think that's an interesting proposition. I'd rather an MX-5 than that. Would you? Yes. That shocks me. Why? Why would you say that? Because I knew it'd get a reaction from you. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think that's quite an attracting proposition? No. 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 (laughs) But you wouldn't have an MX-5 over a Porsche. Well, I don't know. I like them new MX-5s. Do you? I, I, I really do. I just think for 20 grand, like, I think they're, they're pretty like, decent. Would you have one? No. No. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Would like, you have you the got... MX-5 or the Abarth 124? Oh, good shit. Probably the Abarth because you've got a bit of character. It's got a bit more personality, yeah. right? Can you tune most recent MX-5s? Does anyone know about latest gen MX-5s? No one, wrong, wrong audience, apparently. What do you, <laughs> what do you want to do that for? Because the Abarth is a little underpowered. That's the problem with the 124 Spider. It's a really cool car. Yeah. A lot of character, a lot of personality, like fun to drive and affordable-ish. But just a, I would want it to have 30 or 40 more horsepower. But it's not. But then if it had 30 or 40 more horsepower, you'd say, I'd want it to have another 30 or 40 horsepower. I don't think you would. Oh, for, oh, but it's a bit like that the Toyota GT86. I mean, that, that is cool because it's only 200 horsepower. I mean, how fast do you want to go, mate? A little bit faster. Just a little bit more urgency, because in that, in that Abarth, when you get out of the corner, which is fun and quick, you're like, come on. Remember, I spent three weeks in one in Italy. I chased a P1 in one. Did, yeah. <laughs> I saw it for one corner, and then I was like, oh, that well, chase yeah, you is would, over. Though. <laughs> yeah. But it just needs a bit more urgency. And everyone said, oh, they're really hard to tune, those latest generation, because it is just an MX-5. Yeah. So I'd say wrong audience, unfortunately. But um, anyway, so we're a fan of the, we're a fan of the box to T, which is where we start that conversation. Well, you are. I, okay, it's going to piss me off. Uh, we're also a big fan of this Hurricane oh. Evo rear wheel drive. This is a stunning car. Any car with silver wheels, any supercar with silver wheels, I'm immediately like, yes. It's basically an STO for half the price. <laughs> you're just saying that because you're winding up Andrew <laughs> from Alexander's, who we are going to bring in shortly. Because, yes, he now has a beautiful STO, which is parked outside, and it's Tony's main aim today to talk down the STO. <laughs> But the Evo wheel-wheel drive is essentially STO, but a stunning car, a, a really beautiful car, and I think a fun car to drive in. And you get all the Lambo flair and the excitement of rear-wheel drive naturally aspirated. Has it got ceramic brakes, that car? Yes. It has, yes, yeah. yeah because it's, it's an option, right? Ceramics on a on Is a it an option drive. on the... Yeah, it's an it's option, an option, yeah. Wow, okay. Which is, it's not standard. Oh, that does surprise me. I wonder what the standard brakes are like. Well, they'll be no good. Do you think they'd be no good, though? Well, when they get hot, they'd be no good. I don't know. Because the ceramic things, I, when I drove the Touring versus the Wing GT3, one had steel, one had ceramics. You drove like a granny. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, the Wing car had ceramics, the Touring had steels, and I noticed going into the roundabout, the steels were not as grabby. Bitey. Bitey. Mm. So it could make a bit of a difference. So, but yeah. so I was right then. Yeah, I suppose. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to give you that credit. Um, you mentioned 911 Carrera T. There's a very nice yellow T. I still sort of miss my T. Not massively. I wouldn't have it back. But I think you miss it because of what you've done in it. I don't think you mm. actually miss it as a car. Do no, you know you're I mean? probably right. Yeah, yeah, I think I miss what I did. They're still cool cars, Carrera T's, and fairly good value. If you're looking at 901.2s, I think if you've got a manual car... Is that a manual car or is a PDK car? At the back, sir. It's a manual car with the comfort or the bucket seats? Comfort. Comfort seats. Oh, you've died. (laughs) I'm not going to say... No, 
what I was going to say, I think that's a good choice, but what I was going to say is that if you get the full extreme bucket seats, manual, lightweight glass, rear wheel steer, all of it. Which is what it's for. I think it's, a, I think it's a car. really cool car. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not a cool car with comfort seats. They are definitely more usable. But I think if you can find a Carrera T that's got all the options ticked at what, 75, 80 grand? I think that's a cool car. Is it, have you taken it to Litchfield? Would you want to tune it or you're happy with the power? It's under warranty. It's under warranty. It was, the tune was quite impressive that Litchfield did on that car. You get it sort of over GTS power and it was, yeah, it transforms it quite a bit. I don't think you necessarily need it, but it was, it was quite enjoyable. Just by GTS, it's better. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> what do you think about these lightweight packages they're offering on the 992? Not interested. Really? You think no. it's pointless? Yeah. Turbo S lightweight, nothing for you? No. Why not? Buy a GT3. No, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, but... Hold on, let me think of my argument. Um, you ain't got one. I guess I don't, but, but if you... It's not like asking a fat bloke to run the 100 metres like Usain Bolt. It's not a thing, mate. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it's it is. It's about making the Turbo S, which here we go, here's my argument. You prefer turbocharged engines. Oh. People out there do. Um, you, I was going to say, you want the practicality of four seats. Oh, wait, you don't have them. But you want the ultimate turbo, because some people do prefer turbos to GT3 products. It's a better road car. There we go. Ah, oh, I found an argument. It's a better road car, especially the GTS, but you want something a bit different, a bit more unique, a bit more focused. You get the lightweight package, bucket seats, all the spangly bits. But, but it won't be too much different to a GTS, right? No, so, so it's a GTS, just lighter. It's the lightweight package. <laughs> For the road? Yeah. Well, what's the point? What's the point of GT3? What's the point of the Pista? Because, well, because they're, they're track orientated. You can't really take a GTS on the track. Why die. not? You wouldn't die. GTS is good on the track. For one lap. No, mate. Get, you can option ceramics on a GTS. Tyres set up. It'll roll around. Put it'll some nice tyres on. on it. it will not be, be terrible. terrible. No. Anyone got a GTS in here? Come on. Let's do a race. <laughs> there is what, no now? way. There is no way a 992 G GTS would be terrible on track. It would be. I want to do a video on that. Just, I'm telling you. I hate your opinion sometimes. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I, oh, it's a road not, car, mate. Even Porsche say it's A piece is a road car, mate. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but it's track derived a GT3 is a road car a GT3 RS is a road car agreed right are they but, good on track very good Whoa, so a GTS could be too <laughs> <laughs> now I'm embarrassed to admit I'm getting you and I no. working <laughs> you've had too much slowly, coffee this morning slowly you've had too in. much coffee someone put him to sleep I'm embarrassed to admit both of us saw this car and didn't know what it was I liked it Tony went, I don't know what. It's this, which we think is a Triumph? The little brain blue GT something. Right at the back. Tell me everything. What model? It's a GT6. And is it a Triumph? It is a Triumph, I thought it was a glorious looking, looking car. What did you say, Tony? It's the worst car I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know is that man's in the army, so do you want to change your answer? No, well, I've already met him. He's a very nice man. Um... But I would like to change my answer because I think he's got some muscles. And uh, he'll turn up outside your house with a tank. Where's the AA truck? Because you're not going to get home in that. Is that coming? He didn't come far, I don't think. Yeah. He didn't come far. But I think on a sunny day like today, that's a glorious little car. Beautiful blue, nice little seats. It's 
must be quite cosy in there. Nice it's little seats. <laughs> nice little seats. Faru. Faru. I was driving it. It's like a nice place to be. Oh, nice little. Can you elaborate on nice little seats? Like comfortable or they look nice? They look nice. They look comfortable and well maintained. <laughs> you know, so it'd be nice to sit in that car okay. and poodle along the Yorkshire Dales. What Are they nice little seats? No, don't. <laughs> Straight answer is no. Uncomfortable? Falling apart, right, I didn't look clearly enough. It looked like it's falling apart, to be fair. Um, up GTI, we're big fans of Up GTI. Very it's a beautiful good. car here. Very we we do get quite a few Up GTIs at our live events. Yeah. And uh, so we're big fans of that. Is there an M2 here today? No. <gasps> got to be. Mate, I think this is the first ever live... I'm going to actually give us a round of applause. We've what? broken the mould. We've got rid of the M2 crew. No, we actually like them. They're our biggest audience, so yeah. <laughs> you know, we love M2s. But that's a record because every single time we've done it, there's been like four M2s. And we're like, oh, M2 comp. Oh, another M2. There's not one M2. We've done well there. Amazing. Up GTI. A beautiful 996, the silver 996. I still have a soft spot for those cars. Yeah. So soft that you still sold, you sold your one. You always bring this up. Yes, I did sell no. it, but mate, you sold a, uh, you've sold a pista. <laughs> sold two of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> When I was at the Porsche Museum just now on my most recent road trip, I was chatting to the guys there and we were talking about how 996s are still, a bit like the 360s, uh, affordable entry points for, for the 911 market. And there's such a huge range, right? I think the four-wheel drive 996s are very popular because of the way they look. But you can go all the way up to, let's not forget, GT1, the homologation Le Mans car. So it's a massive span of cars available. And they do still kind of get frowned upon because of what they look like and oh, what they no represented. Good. But they're not no good, mate. They are still still good if you find a good example the gt3 variant was good the turbo supposedly very good as is turbo s they had a gt2 don't forget which nearly killed everyone when no one wants it and there was a gt1 okay fine a gen one so it's a good car but no one wants it well that makes a lot of sense no but i'm just literally asking for trouble here but it's like the 360 where where you will attest and do not change your words that is a good car when Careful now. Hold on a minute. I Wait can a minute. mute your microphone before very we, quickly. Before we go any further, because oh, we've not spoken this about up? this, what did Alder say about your car? Oh, oh, there's a video coming out on that, though. Oh, uh, no. when's, hold on, when does this go out? Oh, let's just talk about it. Um, all is all right. Liar. No, no, no. Um, that is a lie. No, no, it's not. It's not. And I almost forwarded this to you. So, Alder's at AV Engineering, who they maintain my 360s, an absolute genius. And uh, he took the car back after Mili Mili to give it a bit of an inspection. And here's the start of his video. Morning, Sam. Hope you're well. Um, as you can see, cars up on the lift. Um, it's actually, things aren't too bad. Not too bad. That's what we'll leave it. That's <laughs> what we'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to stay tuned for the video. But as you said, things aren't too bad. So uh, That is a lie, mate. That is a huge bill. It's not. It's still got warranty, that car. Uh, Long gone. Long gone. I had warranty when I bought it. That expired two years ago, I think. But, you know, it's an old Ferrari. You know what you're signing up for. What is, watch that video, because I basically let Aldous monologue for like 30 minutes, which is always a brave thing to do, because I love that man to death, but my God... Don't get him started talking about 360s. He'll be there for four hours about how the ball joints actually break every six months. You know, he's probably needed four hours to tell you what's wrong with it. <laughs> You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Um, is that is the F8? Did someone come in an F8? Was that stock? The blue. Oh. <gasps> well done, sir. How'd you get on with that? Love it. You love it. 
You drove, you've driven an F8 yeah. now, right? Yeah, great car. on Mille Emilia, we were really like, we got a bit infatuated by them because I think road presence, has everyone noticed the F8 here today? Beautiful blue. Yeah, everyone's nodding now. Um, it's a Shmi blue. Um, but it's, it's a really good looking car on the road and it's mm. grown into its looks. And I think you don't see them that often, maybe. Maybe you see more of them these days. But yeah, you really enjoy it. Yeah. Did you come out of a 488 one thing? Okay, you came out before it went to F8. Okay. Did you notice a big difference? Yes, I thought it was more refined. More refined? Yeah, just handled a little bit better. Handled a little bit better. Do you feel like stepping up to race mode feels like more of a step beyond what the 488 was, or it's all just incremental? Okay, so it's all just a little bit better. You were like, it's not as good as a pista. No. Oh, such an idea. Do you think a Cullinan's as good as a pista? Yeah. It's better. <laughs> Jog on. Uh, <laughs> you quite liked it on track, do you? Okay. Uh, I think it's a good looking car and beautiful spec. So thank you for bringing that. That's really, really, really nice. Oh, as is the 718 GT4. <gasps> blue with the silver wheels. Is that shark blue? Where's Mr. GT4 man gone? It's shark blue with the silver wheels. I mean, I think that's a stunning looking car. I didn't see manual PDK. Manual, proper car. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it brings up our uh, demographic of... GT4, GT4 yeah, well done, yeah. Always actually, no, GT4. No, yeah, 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 good, actually. Yeah, yeah, always GT4. Um, it was missing a little bit of the front uh, bumper. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> Have you uh, crashed it? <laughs> we'll move on from that. Anyway, <laughs> things happen. Uh, Honda, Honda? I don't know what that is. The Honda CRV? CRZ. It's the one with like the chopped back. The one, it looks like a Volvo, what were they called? C30s or something? What was the one with the, you know, the one it's like- Looks a, like a bit of cheese. <laughs> it, it does sort of look a bit of a cheese. Yeah. You like that car, don't you? We were chatting earlier. It's a hybrid manual. Hybrid manual? Hey, what is that? That's a, that's a hybrid manual. Is it, uh, is, it, uh, is it old? How old is it? Uh, it's about 10 years old. 10 years old? Look at... I mean, they were really ahead of the game. Honda was so ahead of the game. Yeah. Oh, well, I had no idea that was a hybrid. God, we know nothing about cars, do we? Not really, no. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you for bringing that. Definitely something quirky and nice to see some cheese in the car park. Um, but we now come on to the car that I... This blew my mind. Alpha GTA, or Julia GTA. Who's in the old Alpha? Yeah, it's now the GT Junior. GT Junior. It's, a, it's older than you, that car. Much older. Yeah. 1960 something? 1968. 68. Oh, it's a beautiful car, mate. Come on. You have to admit that. Is it, this I mean, is it's a, a pretty car. car. Thank no, you. it is a pretty car, yeah. Remember oh. when we saw that photo of the Alpha Spider looked like it was like Lake Como or something yeah. like that? Yeah. If you saw that on yeah. the Yorkshire Dales, beautiful sunny day, you go, that's a, I would. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty car. You'd be able to pull a nice bird in that car, wouldn't you, boy? <laughs> No, you could. Yeah, pull no, you could. You yeah. could, because girl, girls like them sort of cars. So you laugh now. The only female class, in the audience laughed at your joke, and now you're thinking, "Oh yes, yeah, I've still got the gap." Yeah, <laughs> don't encourage him. It was, only the, it was only the men that laughed. <laughs> don't encourage him. Um, uh, a very nice Taycan. I think this is the Cross Turismo from the Isle of Man. No, oh, I like them. Well, have you come from the Isle of Man today? <gasps> today. Came over. Well, thank you for coming. And that is the cross turismo, not the sport turismo. Okay, so help me out now because I'm like, what does that mean? Base spec, rear wheel drive. And but what the cross turismo to the sport turismo? What was the supposed difference? Okay. 
Obviously the range Fine. obviously the range isn't that good because it took him Friday to get here. <laughs> <laughs> Charging along the way. Yeah. Okay, so basically the sports tourism is just the estate, the cross tourism is the uh, like like the A6 all road or whatever. Exactly. Fine. There's a bird in here, Andrew. Is that normal? There's a few. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get excited, Tony. Don't get excited. Um, I think it's a stunning looking car. I've always been a fan of these. And I've spoken to a few people here today who've experienced Taycan. It's For me, it's still the best EV to drive. And if you can, f- and um, don't just, don't speak. If you can live with it and if it's, a, you can live with an EV, I st- for me, that's the one to have. And, well, I mean, li- it lives in the Isle of Man, mate. It's 20 miles to get right. 30 miles long. That's so, what yeah. I'm saying. So he's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, We're no, coming. Yeah. We're coming. You've been, haven't you? You went in the I purple mountain. I actually got nicked in the Isle of Man, actually, to be fair, <laughs> for going too fast. Is that possible? I thought there were no limits. Well, I overtook the police car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst his blue lights were on, chasing someone else. And he nicked me. He said I was being dangerous. Oh, sounds about right. But his car shook as I went past him. Uh, what did you say that was? That's a Tuareg. Oh, you called it Tiguan earlier. And Same I said, thing. oh, it's a Tuareg. And you went, oh, it's through. But I really like them. So, uh, Mr. Tuareg, where, where Mr. And Mrs. Tuareg, over here on the on the this side. Now, I have a friend who has every car in the world. I'm talking McLaren F1s, Chirons, whatever. He called me about a year ago, and he was, fl- "Have you seen the new Tuareg?" Mm. And I was like, "Are you winding me up?" He goes, "No, it's incredible." Like, yeah. he the most he's ever been excited about this Tuareg. Is it as good as Tony suggests? And my friend thinks, "No, he's shaking his head." It's not great. Oh, okay. You were surprised that we actually bring it up, weren't you? Because you didn't think we was going to picture it and bring it up. I actually really like them. I think they're. But you just told me it's not very good. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a as a what we call a price range SUV, I think they're really good because they're it's basically a Q7 but cheaper. Do you feel that way? Poor man's X5. Poor man's X5. Yeah, but but it's cheaper. I think it's cool. I I think it's a cool looking car, but. Uh, maybe it just doesn't. Why have you up. got one then? Cheap. Cheap. There you go. Yeah, there See? You go. Perfect. I think it's cool. And you're right, it goes under the radar. Um, now, again, we're going to need some help. Is it a 924S uh, or a oh, 944S? Who's here? A female driver? Where? <gasps> yeah, calm down, Tony. You're not allowed to leave that seat. Stay put. That Do is... not get up. No, wait. She's here with a friend. Let me see. Well, yeah, husband, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, 924? 924S. I know nothing about that car. So, have, how long have you had it? Two years. Two years. Okay, 35 years old. What engines in it? That's the same age as you. Well done. <laughs> Stop encouraging him. <laughs> what else? I actually really like it. No, you don't. You. <laughs> If it was the bloke saying that, you'd say, what a load of crap. I'd have gone in on you him, You would yeah. have gone in on him. But, but it's very, very admirable that you've turned up in it. I, did, I honestly did not expect a woman to go, it's my car. What inspired the purchase? Where, where's this? Um, pop-up headlights. Very cool. MX-5 has them. That's what I you, that, was, that was the thing. That was sort of, did you have Porsches before? No? And, and a daily driver, a weekend toy? Okay, just a toy. I think it's super cool because you know what I like about it is it's got a real old school aesthetic. Like it, it's almost got older character than it is. Thirty-five years old is old, but you could tell me that that was a. Well, it's the same age as you, basically. Not quite yet, mate. Very Get, close. Getting right? there, yeah. Thirty-three. I turned last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's depressing. Um, but yeah, I think it's a real stunner. Really, really clean lines. Uh, it's a beautiful car, but I just I say I don't. I don't know. 94s and 944s just have always gone over my head a little bit. It's basically a Volkswagen Golf underneath, I think. Not that one. Oh. That's the proper Porsche engine. She can school you a bit, mate. She can, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair Thank you for bringing that. Uh, I20N, Hyundai. Yeah, good we, car. We've been very positive about Hyundai yeah. stuff at the moment. Uh, we're big fans of what they're doing. I think they, operate, they offer like something different and unique. Who likes an N product from Hyundai? Hands up. Yeah, good car. Yeah, people, yeah. I think they're, uh, they're eye-catching. They're, they're, they're cool little things. Uh, <laughs> no. Who's <laughs> bringing that pink thing? There's a one series wrapped in a pinky purple. His hand has gone and up. And you've got the audacity to put your hand up. <laughs> I wouldn't have put my hand up. I mean, it's a brave rap. Was it inspired by Archie Hamilton? Thank God. Inspired by your girlfriend. Okay, we have to kind of Is give she here? She's not. She's not. Well, don't blame her. <laughs> Did she do it as a practical joke? <laughs> she thought, no girl's going to look at him in this car. <laughs> You sh- oh, she drives the car more than you. Is that what you're just saying? Because you're a bit embarrassed now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, what's the engine? What, what model is it? Three litre. I mean, I think so, that... So, one, ge- so 140, right? Yeah. I think that generation is better than the new... Ge- Personally, I think it's yeah. better than the new generation. As a driver's car. I mean, the rap is audacious, but fair enough. It's, it's her that's driving more. And I've had some shocking... I mean, I've got a brown F-type, so I can't really talk. Um, but yeah, brave to bring to this event. Um, and any final remarks? <laughs> No. Yeah. Okay. I would rather a girlfriend be in here because I'd have full on finished her off. For, <laughs> right, for, for, for picking the rat. <laughs> wrong event, man. Wrong event. Um, there's a lovely big old 7 Series here. We were talking to the 7 Series guys earlier. Uh, thank you very much. You were saying, what, what was your MPG? 70 MPG, you were saying? Up to 70 MPG. And a, you could do 1,000 miles in the tank. I mean, that's a proper wafter. I mean, fair play. I mean, in-town manoeuvrability must be interesting. But you know, but you know that's not a big tank, though, mate. It's, it'd be How much does it cost you to fill up? 100-odd quid. Yeah, so, I mean, it is a big tank. Yeah, but my uh, F-Type's got quite a small tank. Yeah. Let me think what's... I, I feel like these days I'm spending around 100 quid to fill up anyway. Yeah. 150. What's your point? Well, I'm just saying, just like, said it's got a big tank. No, if you'd said 200 quid, I'd be like, whoa. But like, I feel like these, <laughs> these days, 150 quid isn't that much to fill up your car. Like, ha- who's spending regularly 100 quid to fill up their car these days? Hands up. I mean, it's half the room easily. So 150 quid, I don't think, is like, it's not like it's a massive tank. Just want to let that go. I'm going to keep you? my mouth shut. Okay. Uh, Ferrari 599. Who are you? Terrible are you? car. No, don't that. say that. Here we go at the back. I think it's a beautiful car. You've got the beautiful seats in it. Love it's down the bomb. They're aging so well. Not interested. Really? No. Why? Because it's old. Yeah. Mate, but you don't think it looks good? You think it's a pretty car? No. Would you have a 599 GTO? Yeah. Oh, you're so annoying. Uh, <laughs> thank you for bringing that. It's stunning. Lovely and black. Uh, as is the very cool Jimny. Big fans of Jimny's. That's Jimny. Oh! <laughs> So excited. We're big fans of the Jimny. I think the Jimny is awesome. The roof rack, very keen. Looks like you're ready for an adventure. That does about 18 to the gallon, doesn't it? 60 miles an hour. That that fast. Flipping out. If there's a big wind gust, you're like, oh! Where have you come from? Where have you driven from? From Nottingham. Up the M1. But they're cool, because it's got character and personality. <laughs> she says, I will not have a bad word said about it. You've come to the wrong event. 
Have you listened to Tony before? He's terrifying. But actually, you quite like a Jimmy. No, I, I, I like him, yeah. You slagged them off for a while, I think, when... when no, 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 no. I really like them. I'm noticing a strange trend here. I, I, yes, okay. Well, let's move on. Um, a very nice... The Orange Clio 187? Oh, let me see that one. <laughs> Orange Clio. Is that right off? Right at the back. What am I missing there? It's a 182. And it's got some fruity exhaust. It's not, is it a sport something something? It's the, just the sport exhaust, but it's, that's not a trophy or anything like that. It's just, okay, well, I love the colour. I like the words. It looks fairly mint. It looks in pretty good nick, that car. You give one of them away. We, we did. We gave a trophy away. Yeah. What idiots we were. They're Tro- selling for 40 grand now and collecting cars. They're not 40 grand. Okay, the lowest mileage one from the press drive sold for 40 grand on collecting cars. No. Yes. And we give it away for free. We're idiots, aren't we? I mean, that's your business. You should have said, hold on to this. I think actually. A 182 Clio. Hold on to a 182 Clio. Yeah, I drove players. it back from Newcastle with you. you did. I didn't want to ever see it again. <laughs> that was hell. one of the roguest things we've ever done. Like we'd probably only know each other for about a year, and it was a Gumtree campaign and a really cool campaign. Go Gumtree because they were literally like, "We'll give you five grand, go buy a car and give it away." And I was like, "That's a brilliant campaign." Yeah, we had to find the coolest or quirkiest car we could. And I called up Tony and said, "Oh, I've got, I found a Clio. It's a Clio trophy." He said, What's that? <laughs> and we went to. I we, where were we? Was it Newcastle? Oh, it was Newcastle. Back of an industrial state, the guy like saw us coming a mile off. I oh, he saw you coming. Saw me coming. So Gumtree giving me five grand to buy a car. I want that one. He went, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, sir. It's five thousand one hundred. I was like, <laughs> okay, take my money. <laughs> so uh, yeah, very interesting. But yeah, it looks super nice, and I think you've kept it in a. Yeah, it looks amazing in this glimmering sun. And then one car which not a lot of you would have seen, which Tony nearly freaked out about, is as we were walking back in, a Morgan three-wheeler, like an OG, he must live just here. An old Morgan three-wheeler pulls out and the, the guy's waving at us. And Tony's like, he better not be coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> and he just blasted on He must have been like on his him. morning Sunday drive. <laughs> have we missed anyone's car that they were desperate for Tony to talk about? At the front here. Mercedes Jelly. 43. It was a bit pointless. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a completely pointless car, isn't it? I mean, what you got that for? But isn't, S, isn't SQ5 pointless? No. Why not? It's like a... Oh, no, that's a bad example. Yeah, it's a terrible example. No, no, uh, is, a, <laughs> is an X3 M40i pointless compared to the competition? Uh, no, I'd have the, X, I'd have the X3... M40. Yeah, instead of so the why can't he have the why can't he have the baby AMG? Because the it's not a baby AMG. It is, isn't it? It's just a, it's the forty three AMG. No, it's not really a baby AMG. Is it? It's just a little bit harder than a diesel one. It's not a proper AMG. No, but is it a petrol engine? Yeah, a petrol engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it is an M forty i. It's not a proper M car. But it's better. Maybe the forty three is better. No, it's too like does what? that. It's like a Range Rover. It's all over the place. Have you driven an M forty i hard? Yes. Does it? Well, you haven't, because I've never seen you drive hard in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you like it. Yeah, that's what counts, mate. <laughs> do, do, do you have a family? Oh, yeah. But you're going to get one. <laughs> you're going to get. 
You can pick them up at Gravelwood Car Sales. <laughs> I'll show you mine if you want. <laughs> well, thank you all, as I say, for bringing your cars along. A nice eclectic mix, which we always like to see. And bringing them along here to Alexander's Prestige. I think lots of you, it's your first time visiting here. Uh, I've been coming here now for, I guess, a couple of years, maybe two or three years, coming to make various videos and hang out with the team here. Uh, everyone you meet from Alexander's today are proper car people. They're, they're amazing. You can really uh, bore, bore their socks off and they can bore your socks off about cars. So it's always a nice place to come and hang out. And as you can see, always has ridiculous cars knocking around. And what's terrifying is every time I come, even if it's like a week apart, all new stock. I'm like, what? What's going on? Um, but I feel like the car behind you, Tony, today, Maserati MC20, has been catching most people. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. People's attention. Yeah, ha- hands up is the first time you've seen an MC20. Yeah, oh, everyone. Oh, look. Hands up if you like it. Now you've seen it in the flesh. Wow, nearly everyone. Should we leave it at that? Yeah. <laughs> it's for sale. Uh, if you're interested, uh, please inquire with Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, thank God people like it. No, it's a weird one because I agree visually. Super impactful. I think it is beautiful. You don't see them. It's rare. It's different. I just, I feel driving-wise, it reminds me too much of a McLaren and is not necessarily what I would look for for that kind of money. Right. But if you're in like turbo S kind of land, if you're in, well, Bentley Continental's a bit too much of a wafter, but it, it's a very usable supercar. And I think based on looks, brand, value, and stuff like that, I think people are still going to want them. Are you saying you'd rather that than the turbo S? Ah... I think I'd have the Turbo S, but I can see why someone would choose that instead because it's a bit more flair. I mean, look at the doors, mate. Good. You're not, are you interested or no, not? I'd rather a Turbo S. Oh, fair enough, okay. I'm so, uh, sorry. Well, lots of cars to use from, including a Turbo S. Um, I'd have a Turbo S over most things, though, to be honest. Over a Pista? Yeah, to use every No, day. you would not. Yeah, the Pista's ridiculously stupid car. Okay. Like, like a lot of these cars, they're all stupid for the UK. A Turbo S you can actually use all the time. Like a Portofino. 
Yeah, no, that, that is, no, that's perfect. It's perfect, isn't perfect. it? Perfect, yeah. Um, well, we're very grateful for Andrew allowing us to come here and, and host this event today. It's nice for us to come up north and <laughs> meet a whole load of other people. We're trying to spread our wings with these live events and, and go further afield and come to different places. Can you not drag me any further, though? Because up north, shit, I'll meet. Can you, can you, can you, can we go back down south? Because I... Boo him, boo him, please. <laughs> Thank you. It's very cold up here. Mate, you cannot come to the north, host an event, and call it a shit <laughs> We've been talking about potentially doing a show in California. More to come on that soon. Very nice. Well, he's like, I'll grab it, son. <laughs> yeah. Last night, he said, why have we gone to California now instead of Yorkshire? What have you dragged it's, me all the way up here for? We had a lovely drive over from our hotel this morning. You enjoyed that, didn't you? Not really, no. You, I was in that the horrible, car. The horrible car. I, don't, I actually don't like that car anymore. It's a car you got for sale? Yeah. M4 Cabriolet? Yeah. Just slagging it off? Yeah, I just, no, I just don't really like it, mate. Mm. Like, it's just, like, it's just boring. boring. Yeah. Yeah. I think that does happen with cars that cover that many bases, because that's what they've done with the new M3 M4. They try to tick too many boxes. Yeah. And it makes it more usable, but I think for the driver, it inherently becomes a bit more bland. Yeah. And heavy, really? heavy. That, that convertible is super heavy. Yeah, it's nearly two ton, yeah. Nearly Very two heavy, ton. Yeah. You feel but, it as well. But I want to actually pick up on something that we just... Um, spoke about this week, we've heard rumours M3 Touring apparently is going to be super limited production. Someone was telling me 6,000 units, which, okay, that's a lot, but it's actually not. There were 4,004 GTs from 2005. Well, it means I'll make some money on the one I've got coming then. Do you have one coming? Yeah. When you no, told you do me, not. When you told me last week, I said to my BMW dude and put me down for one. So no, you didn't. I swear on my life. So <laughs> yeah. I'm getting one. <laughs> And then I'm going to sell it for 25 grand over list. Oh, probably to me. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Yes. And they just gave you one like that? Yes. Because I heard rumours they were treating it like a GT3 and be like, well, how many 1 Series have you had? Well, they might have, but they didn't with me. Because you're pro level. No, just because... And when's it coming? Don't know. Next year. That's exciting. It's not even on the configurator yet. I try no. to jump on to see... You can order them, though. Like, you can order them. Yeah, but see, given your thoughts just now about the M4 cab, I'm wondering if the Touring... It's going to be a lot of hype and not a lot of... Oh, that's what I think. I mm. think it's going to be well overhyped. Obviously, the early cars will fetch some money over, but... But if it's super low production, people are going to go nuts for it. They're not going to be... Able to get... How many... Did your dealer say how many he's getting? Or he didn't know? I think he said he was getting two a quarter. So that means... Yeah, that's nothing. But there's 150 BMW dealers in the country, mate. So but, if they all uh, get two a quarter... 300 cars a... <coughs> so help me with some... It's that. more than that. 600, isn't it? <laughs> so, oh, wait... <laughs> We were looking at Andrew, like, Andrew. With a place like this, you must be able to do maths. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I still think it's a, it's a lot. Mm. That's just year. And that's just year one. So maybe it's 6,000 units in the UK. Probably. Maybe that would make more sense. Which is still a huge amount of cars. Yeah, if it's UK, that's an inordinately huge amount of cars. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. But I still think they're going to be insane. And you are going to flip it and make a ton of money. Straight which, away. Yeah, yeah. I'm just still quite intrigued by that I car. might not even do any miles in it just to wind everyone up. I, <laughs> might even get it, I might even get it trucked to my work and put delivery mileage. God, I hope your dealer listens to you. <laughs> listen to this podcast. Um, but yeah, hands up if we're still excited about M3 Touring. Oh, less than I thought. Really? Well, I've got one coming next year. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about M3 Touring. Told you. I am shocked by that. I thought it was like the, like, oh, like the Lotus Amira. Wait, honestly, I, I think it's really overhyped, that car. It will be good, but... Would you have an RS4 or an M3 Touring? RS4 hands up. Yep. C63 hands up. M3 Touring hands up. 
sort of R- RS4 or... and M3 touring. Similar. Yeah. Wow. You save some money on an RS4. You might not be able to flip it so well. Um, now, we'll come on to theoretically our main topic for today, even though we've still got some questions to be uh, asked from the audience. You gave me a call middle of the week, which I thought was quite an interesting conundrum. You have to explain it more because I can't remember the whole story. But you said you've got a mate who's got, was it an AMG G? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, what a wally. I mean, so basically, I've got a friend of mine. He's got an AMG GTR and he's got an X5. Right. Like a two-year-old X5. And he wants a four-door sports car. Saloony sports car. So like an M3-ish, that sort of thing. But an estate car. What? Yeah. So, so, so but actually, when you really, really think about it, it doesn't want an RS6. Right. It's too big. So actually, when Why you, is he changing from an AMG GTR into an estate car? Children. Ah. Yeah. The X5 is going to be a bit like his car. No good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then, like, but he wants, like, he's keen. He likes so to drive. He wants to take kids in a sports yes. car base. Okay. So, so the X5 is too boring. The GTR is two seats. So it's probably, could we not push him into a four seat sports car? Does it have to be four doors? Like, what, okay, like, just going to put it out there. What about a Luso? No, Too much? No, yeah, I don't... Mate, it's got to be his everyday car. Oh, it's his... But what's the X5 for? For his missus. Okay, but surely she can skirt the kids Basically, around. he wants one car. Okay, so... But he wants something that's not going to cripple him. He can't have a Luso, it kill him. Yeah, okay, listen, might be a bit lot. Too, But so, okay, so the criteria is four seats. I'm, I'm going to ignore the four doors because I think there's some exciting... We can think of some cool two-seater, but four seats that can fit kids, not like a bench. They've got to have legs, got to go behind the things. So not a 911. Not a 911, fine. No. It's got to be usable, practical, so not too extreme, not too hardcore. So you think a Luso's too much. Yeah. And it's got to be... Do we care about budget? Like Jamira, is that in there? No, no. <laughs> it's not kind of like Jamira. He's not that rich. Okay, so what, what were your suggestions to him? I didn't really know what to say. Oh, that's <laughs> what you called me. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, like, but, but really, when you really, really think about it... I've got it. I figured it out. You've got, I mean, obviously, you've got the, the normal, you've got RS4 and... Cause I mean, Boring. But you can't go from an ANG GTR to an RS4. Why? Boring. Right. Maybe he wants a... Like, okay, bear with me, because I already know. Project 8. Jaguar. Oh, you are joking. Why am I just... That's perfect, mate. What about when he wants to sell it? Well, well let's not come to that later. <laughs> yeah. That's all... That's all four seats, four doors, supercar presence. Turn up at any of these meets, we'd all be like, oh my God, Project A. Like, unbelievable, incredible performance, front end of a GT3. Yeah, you heard me say it right. Big hunk... Don't laugh. Who laughed? <laughs> laugh. uh, um, big hunking V8, shouty. Exactly. Usable. Got, got a kid in the back. Shouty, big shouty V8. What about when he's trying to sleep? How old's the kid? Little. Mm. Really little. Might have a ten and a half. This man over here says, oh, I need an estate because I've got a dog. I said, I've got a dog too. He showed me his dog. It's the size of a house. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you lift your dog into the car? No. Ten and a half stone, your dog. Is Bloody he? Bloody hell. It's one of the, it's a, what's, what? Swiss mountain dogs. One of the, like, know, bit like yeah. Beethoven, but times ten. Yeah. Bloody hell. Okay, so you're discounting Project 8 because it's too loud and firm. I think so, yeah. And, it, and it's a lot... And don't forget... Bentley like, Continental. I think it's too much money, mate. I mean, I have to try and think of stuff to... 
But it's yeah, AMG I mean, GTI. It's like 100k anyway. Yeah, but he's not really lost any money on that car. I mean, I've got to try and put him in a car that he's not going to do his conkers on. I mean, uh, a Bentley in a Project 8. Good luck trying... A Bentley, not so bad, but... Bentley, you'll be right. There's a couple of... Ben- Is that a GT Speed at the back, Andrew? That's super nice. GT Speed convertible. That's a proper nice car. That's love. That's, they've got the biggest brakes in the world or something like that. The, the new... No, 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 no joke. It's like literally they've got the biggest carbon ceramic brakes in the world, I think. The new... Same as the Urus. They're proper. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you need it because it weighs about four tons. But in general, obviously over the last two years, Bentleys have been all right. But in general, they lose a ton of money, Bentleys. Okay, let's get, let's get some suggestions from some people. So our criteria, what's our criteria? So we want, it needs to be sports car. So it needs to, it, I think more excited, mate, RS4 is too, but it's not a sports car, mate. We've got to think of four seats, sports car that is comfortable enough that the kids aren't going to be miserable. So Project 8 might be too firm. Yeah. Anyone got any ideas of something? Okay. Hands up here. Four-door GTR. Four-door GTR. Oh, the AMG GT four-door. That's not a bad idea. That's not an That's awful not idea, idea, actually, because it's going to be familiar, isn't it? But uh, Paul drove one here, didn't he? We, we came up and Paul, Paul drove one that was here, and he said it was too, too, in, too sort of firm for him. Maybe you'd be going along that. I think they're kind of good-looking, those cars. I haven't driven one yet, though. I don't know. You sold both of those. You had a couple in, didn't you? Yeah, they've gone, they've gone all right. They are. They are. First edition as well. Uh, AMG Mercs, though, all of them, the E63s, they're all firm now. They used to be nice mm. and soft Mercs, but they've, they've gone completely they've gone the other hardcore. way. Yeah. It's a big car again, though. Yeah. It's a, you know, if you're, in, if you're going on a, on a driving trip, you're out. Because I think, I'm making assumptions for your mate here. Um, if he's got the X5, that can be like the actual, well, we're going to Butlins, let's get in the X5. But if he's in a GTR that he wants to take, the, I'm assuming he wants to bring the kids to events like this or supercar driver meets or whatever. Is the four-door a bit boring to turn up to? But, but you, you are going to have a little bit of boring, mate, because it's got to be a little bit boring. You've got to put children in the back. I mean, I'm you, determined to prove that children don't have to be boring. It's, it's, There's proof right here. The children can enjoy fast cars. Yeah. Uh, we've got a hand up over here. M5 Comp. I'll better you. If you can get one, M5 CS. <gasps> That's 140 grand, though. Mate. Yeah, but people are going, Chris Harris is the best car in the world. Don't start. So, <laughs> I still haven't driven one of those yet, but I'm desperate to. But everyone says the M5CS is the dog's bollocks. And if you look at the interior, oh, but it's got like bucket seats in the back. Yeah. Maybe that wouldn't be so good. Yeah. Mm. But they are cool. And M5 comp, I mean, it does still win. You know what would be the best car, but I don't think he can quite stretch to it. An Urus. An Urus. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But because that, that is literally a supercar on... Andrew, can you still, if I bought that Eurus behind us right now and put 3,000 miles on it and bought it back to you, would I get my money back? No. No. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> ben, make sure you've got that on camera. <laughs> okay, so they're not as strong as maybe they once were. Bought it as a new car, you're right. Okay. Buying second hand, you, you still can take a bit of a hit. I mean, because those and the G-Wagons, that's, you've got a special edition G-Wagon at the back, the, the Magno edition. I couldn't believe the G-Wagons. When I was in Austria, I saw loads of G-Wagons. I saw the diesel G-Wagons. And I was going to do a story being like, how do, you, how do you tell me you've got old school money without telling me you've got old school money? Buy a diesel G-Wagon. Um, and they're like 170 grand still. I was like, mm. what the heck? The G-Wagons and Euruses are ridiculous on the used market. Yeah. It's mad. See, so... I guess, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a hundred grand more than he's probably at. Yeah. His money would be safer. Well, if he didn't care about, he does care about monthly payments. And another thing as well, like an Urus on the driveway. What are you saying? Well, nothing, but 
you know, like some people don't want big flashy cars out on the driveway. It's got a bloody AMG GTR. Who's in the kidding? garage? Oh, in the garage, right. Um, any no any other suggestions uh, in the middle here? Panamera GTS. Panamera GTS. Yeah, Panamera's for, I don't know about everyone else, for me, for some reason, they always leave me a bit cold. They always leave yeah. me a bit like, like, I don't know what it is about Panamera compared to RS6, E63. They're as capable, and even the Turbo SE hybrid thing. Yeah. Proper car, but... Eh. Yeah, I've got, I mean, I've got one in stock. And oh, sorry. Oh, fantastic yeah. cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that, it will take ages to sell me. They just yeah, do. They're, they're just not as sexy as some of the yeah. other, as, as good as they are. They just uh, leaves me a bit mm. at the front here. C63 Black. <laughs> you know, do they have four seats? They can, yeah. Oh, now that's a car. That would be a cool vibe because you've got a bit of modern classic vibes. Shout out the boxy shaped runway. That would be a good thing. I saw one with comfort seats in, in Germany. Um, that's, that, that's a, you quite like those as well. I do like them, yeah. Big shout out, big burnouts everywhere. I kids would like the that. CLK CLK Black, yeah, that's which I think for. didn't have back seats. Didn't have back seats. It's got the buckets, I think. So I don't yeah. think so. But that's a that's a proper car. I think yeah, because you because then you still get. Gosh, that's a very good suggestion. Oh, give him a call because then he stays in the Merc brand. What else is like that from that era? What what a C, uh, M3 CSL, Alpha Julia. Hmm. What about the GTA? can't get those, can you? I don't think you can get them. Like, in Europe, sold. they're trading for like 250,000 euros. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. But G- yeah, Julia Cotifolio is a very good shout. I followed one up yesterday up the motorway. They're still good looking. They sound the bomb. But if, if one rolled in here today, would you care about it? Put your hands up if you see a Julia and you'd give it a second glance. I really like them. Okay, fair. Actually, people are still... Yeah, I really like them, but it's just the... All the inside and entertainment, and entertainment stuff. system. Yeah, but, but I think you could do, put a slightly fruitier exhaust on it in a nice colour and copy the old GTA liveries and stuff. Like, I think that's a, that's a fairly good shout. Mm. It's not bad. Yeah. I did, four, actually, four mention that. Four I did actually mention that to you. Yeah. What, <clears throat> what about an Aston Martin, like a DBS? It's got four seats. No, mate. No? What, for children? Comfortable, comfortable wafting? Oh, yeah. Uber. Rapid AMR, <laughs> Rapid AMR, Andrew from the out of nowhere. That's a what a car that is, mate. Hunking great natural gas made V12, oh, carbon ever unique. If you saw that, you'd be like, wow. Kids would love it. No, no, no. What do you what do you like in a car, Cooper? What's what? Do you like noise? Do you like speed? Do you like looks? Noise. See, noise is important at a young age. We are our youngest audience member here today. I think noise is part of it. So, Rapid AMR, C63 Black, it's a bit shouty. The kids are going to enjoy it. You, like, either of those cars, I'd be all over. His kid can't talk. Oh, it's like a really young kid. Yes. Oh, but it might go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it'll make a noise. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so for me, Rapid AMR and C63 and front runners. Uh, anything else? Any other shouts? KN Turbo GT. KN Turbo GT. It's a really good suggestion, but I just... Oh. Rather an Urus. Well, and also, like, again... You're a chav, Tony. Did you say you're a chav? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't put your hand up. Be a chav. Could have knocked someone out, aren't you? No, I wouldn't do that. At the last live event, someone, someone asked Tony, why is your piece to spec so crap? And he came up to me after, he goes, oh, I was about to knock that guy out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that. Um, 
you know, like the fast SUVs, I've, I always have the same reaction. It's a personal thing. I'm just a bit like, like if you turn up to a supercar driver me in a turbo GT, yeah, you know, some, oh, cool, but like, bore off SUV. We, let's think sports car. We can be better than a fast but that's SUV. But that, that's why they make them sports SUVs because, they're, because they, they do all the things a sports car does and you can put a pram and a kid in it. That's, that's the whole point of them. Yeah, but, you know, let's, just, let's, let's try and be better as drivers. Let's that's, push ourselves further. It's difficult, Screw mate. the kid. You know, come on, it will hold on. It's going to live. Just a bit of speed. Whee! You know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very sensible choice, but... Uh, it's let's, got let's, more hair than you, the kid, already, by the way. The kid's got more hair than me. Yeah. Hey, you're not one to talk these days. Uh, <laughs> come on, a couple more shouts before we move into the questions. Yeah, just in the middle. Which, which one? S65 Coupe. That's not awful. It's like a, a bit like the Bentley. It's a bit of a wafter, isn't it? They're very nice, those cars. Yeah, probably S63 would be better, though, than S65, wouldn't it? Yeah, S65, v- that's the V12, V12 one, isn't one, it? one, yeah. yeah. The real. It's quite a rare car, that. Very rare car. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess, but I, just, I worry that it would be heavy on the sort of road. I think it would be nice to do the trips to, to the continent. Does it go to the continent? Um, not so much. Not so much. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's nice, a nice wafter, but. but Think you want? I think yeah, Julia's Rapid and Mars stuff like that are going to be a bit more agile. Go on, one one more suggestion over here. Take and turbo. Take and turbo. <laughs> I mean, it's not awful if he can charge it. It's really not awful. And the one thing which we're not seeing too much of is like paint to sample crazy spec Taycans. Taycan Taycans. Like I think if you turned up to a car meet in a really unique colour, like really unique spec Taycan, I think people are going to be like, oh, that's if that if that car done 400 miles to a charge that would be perfect that car because what you think because it'd be perfect for him it's the right money it, mm. it would do everything he wanted him to do the speed dynamically it's mm. quiet for the kid there's room in it it's just the charge problem mate. it's yeah. just just I, I think it's a good no. I think it's definitely a good idea though but well I would say go back to him Rapid AMR C63 Black and Julia Quadrifoglio I think, I think that's a pretty I mean there's not many though, is there? No, no, it's a, it's a weirdly harder... Okay, I didn't realise it's not, it's not... I thought it was. I thought you meant kid, but if it's like... It's like a baby, basically. It's a baby, mate. Yeah, that makes things a bit harder, because I guess babies aren't going to love a Project 8. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it is literally awful. Well, listen to this engine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, okay, well, look, we asked you at the beginning of the recording if you've got any questions, burning questions for us. We want to hear them. We always like the Q&As that we do uh, on these non-live oh. events. So, right at the front here, nice, nice and loud. So, given that Matt Black went through a bit of a stage of being sort of a high, and then he went up to... Now they're the race, and now they're the race. Now it's sort of British racing green or whatever. What do you think the next colour will be? <laughs> yes. Brown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. You walked into not a trap brown. there. But yeah, so just to repeat the question was if we had the matte black phase or matte and satin black, then everyone going nardo grey or the chalk or the crayon. Uh, now British racing green seems to be way too popular because of Instagram. Um, so yeah, what's the kind of next fad? I, Okay, so I, you know, make brown great again. It's, it's going to happen. I think purple. You know, they launched the M3 Touring in purple. We're seeing quite a few new launch cars that are I coming like through purple in purple. As, well. as a colour, I think nice there's an purple. elegance into sort of purple. And, and there's definitely, I think, 
moving forward, people are going to order green less because it's felt like there's been green everywhere, um, whether you're into Instagram or not. But I do think we might start to see some rich dark purples on things like Range Rovers and Panameras and, you know, those kind well, of I cars. I think they'd look terrible in purple. I mean, the Lamborghini looks nice in purple. That GT3 would look nice in purple. But I'm talking about a deep, a deep rich purple. Yeah. No, yeah. I, know, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I, I think if a car is really, really big in a bold colour I just don't think they look as good unless it's a Lambo you get away with it what would you say the next fad is then I don't know mate I mean I I always I always like black and grey because of my job because black and grey always sells a question for both of you and Andrew actually are you seeing less stock coming through or less demand for black pack de-chromed are you seeing more chrome again because I feel like we went forever no No. it's still people still don't want chrome no no still have a black pack I think everyone just goes black. Silver, silver wheels are coming back. Silver wheels are coming back. Yeah. Okay. A bit. Yeah. But, you know, some cars, I mean, that that's an Evo real drive or just an Evo, the red car behind you with the black wheels? No, 640. That's, okay, that looks super nice, that with the black yeah. wheels. So sometimes it still works, yeah. but I tend to lean towards it. But the, the, the two-wheel drive Hurricane that's here, that looks nice with the silver wheels. Very nice with the you silver know, so wheels, so it yeah. does all depend on the, on the, you could have it with black wheels, but actually it probably looks better with silver wheels. If you had a brand new car coming, would you tick black pack, hands up? Would you tick chrome hands up? Undecided group. Okay. Silver or black wheels? Silver wheels? Yeah. Oh, nice black wheels? Mm. Oh, silver wheels are winning so again. So there you go. That's the next fad. Silver wheels and who knows about colour? Purple. Purple. Uh, next question. Here at the front. Have no signed up for the Mille Emilia again? Absolutely no chance. Not um, next year. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would do another event. I've been looking at a few to potentially do next year. Um, there's, a, there's one called the Cento Orde, which happens, uh, I think, in and around Italy. There's the one down in Sicily or Sardinia, um, Targa Florio. So I would do something, but I, I wouldn't rush to do it takes it out of you we're, st- we're, st- we're still sh- we've got don't worry we've got a few ideas of some slightly stupid things coming up yeah, with we Tony and I all making some main channel content where we could fall out very quickly um, and we already teased potentially a trip over to the US so if we survive the flight together God knows how the rest of that trip will go um, uh, anyone else questions yeah one last drive perfect road perfect car oh it's such a hard question to answer what would yours be Sing an I eleven, Yorkshire Dales, beautiful sunset, <laughs> pork pie in hand, uh, shandy in the audience. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is my imagination of what the life in the north is like. Um, singer, yeah, singer's a good a good shout. Tony, I mean, it's got a page though, isn't it? No. In the Alps, what no. is it? Well, I'd say SF ninety because I go off the edge on fire. <laughs> okay. Only because it just just because of last week, yeah. Okay. Because that's my latest memory, basically. I would say Enzo onto some big sunset road. Or Sunrise Road. I actually don't like driving at sunset because the sun goes in your eyes. Sunrise Road and the Enzo. That's what I would choose. Uh, another question. It's the back here. Yeah, in the week, someone wrote my car off. Someone wrote your car off in the week. After 14k, what would your like, last fun car be for electric? Up to 40k, a fun ish car. But when are you getting an electric car? When it has to. When he has to. So, so it's got to last you seven years as well, at least. So see you out type car. Yeah. Sports car? Sports car? Yeah. 
M2, isn't it? Oh. M2 comp. Yeah, uh, 40 grand. No, yeah. But no, like, because... What then? What stupid thing can I suggest? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you're going you're, you're gonna to suggest stupid. Yeah, I mean, M2 comp, fine. You're going to go 996 Oh, no, no, fair play, actually. Yeah, yeah, 996 turbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can do better. I think you can do better than an M2. Do you have to uh, use it every day? No, not really. Just as a toy, realistically. All right, get a Porsche then. Yeah, get a Porsche, like a get, Porsche. A, get a came, get a 981 GTS, came in yeah. GTS. Manual, nice spec. PDK. P- manual, nice spec. <laughs> You're going to have a ton of fun. It's going to sound the bomb. It's going to work. Like, I, so, uh, something like that, I would say. Yeah. As a last, a last hurrah. Yeah. On not? MX5. God, you're suddenly into MX5s. I like MX5s. You got something you haven't told me. You got one coming. No. no. I just really like them, mate. All right, mate. Uh, a couple more questions at the front here. How did Tony get started in his business? Now, oh, it's a I, long story. I want to bring this up because we've been asked a lot. I think we've got some new audience members, mate, in life. Uh, there's a whole episode we did when Tony collected his GT3 RS, which is how Tony went from bus driver to Porsche collector um, and we literally went into his whole life story um, which actually is quite interesting and we done a we done a a proper people, interview not people that don't long care ago. about me people don't care about me is no it? no 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 you done one about me as well did I I'm sure we done one I don't think we, I think you did one for me Anyway, sorry. Uh, there's an audience here. Um, Hello. So yeah, if you're interested, and these for those of you watching at home, uh, we did do a whole, yeah, say a whole episode yeah. about Tony's life story, and it, and it is good and it's good fun. We can do an updated one, but um, essentially, he worked his ass off. <laughs> I mean, I, I've summarised a few right there. Yeah. He literally, he does. This man does work hard as much as I give him and, crap. Uh, and we that's the formula. That's the formula. Just work, work. Andrew work, would work. have done the same. That's the formula. Just work hard. This place isn't usually open on a Sunday. It's never had this many people in it. It was pre-COVID. So, you know, just work, 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 work. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's the, Tony's short story. Uh, let's do one or two final questions right at the back there. Best driving road in England. Oh. <laughs> Yorkshire Dales. <laughs> uh, I would go Scotland or Wales somewhere. I would say Wales. Yeah. I think Scotland's a bit too narrow and a bit too bumpy. I think you have a better chance of finding a quiet road in Scotland. And that one that I did in the F-type convertible, I'd never know, remember anything, but somewhere in Scotland in the Highlands, over by, um, where's the Gulf? St Andrews, but over, over by the St Andrews, there's a great road there, and that, that was super nice. But it was kind of long and flowy. Um, Wales, I think the roads are better. North Wales. I think south as well. Yeah, but there are a lot of speed cameras in south. No. No, no north Wales now. The whole Evo Triangle's got average speed cameras. Oh, yeah. So I think it's, and all the beaches, the beautiful beaches down in the south. Like, I, I would say Wales, but you've got to work a little bit harder to find them. I couldn't name you one road, because also I don't know about everyone else. My favourite road is the road by my parents, which I've driven since I was 17, and I know how to drive faster than anyone in the entire world in any different car. Like, I know exactly where, that's my favourite road, because I can just absolutely thrash it. So I think for all of us, your local quick squirt road is probably the best, but... If I was to do a road trip, it would be, yeah, Wales. Wales, yeah. Uh, Final one, just right, 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 right at the back. I think someone had their hand up. So, F1 silly season so far, and what do you reckon is going to happen with Ricardo? 
Okay, so yeah, I actually did want to touch on this. Uh, hands up if you follow F1 or if you're an F1 fan. Few. Okay. Uh, didn't put your hand up, did you, Tony? Have you been following Silly Season? Um, what, the driver swap? All this Piastri stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, just to recap, you all know, but for those that are listening might not, uh, this young up-and-coming kid, Oscar Piastri, who has done a performance in the Junior Series similar to Charles Leclerc, even Hamilton, dominated everything, super exciting, uh, and then has been the Alpine test and reserve driver this year and at the start of the year there was a bit of a weird thing that came out saying that oh he can do some uh, uh, he'll also be McLaren's reserve driver if any of the drivers get sick again. and it was a bit like oh that's a bit strange uh, it's now kind of come out in the woodwork that his manager is Mark Webber of uh, Multi 21 say Multi 21 fame um, and Vettel's ex-teammate and I know uh, who he is oh well done uh, that he's basically been trying to angle to get Piastri in at McLaren instead of Alpine because clearly Clearly, Alpine are a shitter. I mean, they've they've well, lost. Ricardo ain't much better. You would think, but but they've lost Ricardo. They've lost Alonso now. Piastri. I mean, they, they announced that he was like, no, I'm all right, thanks very <laughs> yeah, much. No, like, thanks. Everyone's bailing out that team, so there's something weird going on there. And apparently, what happened was that Alpine's contract. And, and if anyone knows more than this, feel free to correct me. Uh, Alpine had the first option on Piastri's services should a. a drive become available but in the meantime Mark Webber went and signed a contract with McLaren for Piastri next year I think then Alonso quit out of nowhere so Alpine went fine we'll just, we'll just take the option up on Piastri just activate that yeah. and we'll activate that and Piastri and Webber went no 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 we've signed a contract with McLaren so there's now a bit of a legal battle which I think they've lost or given up on because I imagine McLaren will pay Alpine a huge sum of money yeah, or yeah. just give them Ricardo. question is though if you're Ricardo, do you not want to just get out of there I don't know, like, is your pride so much that you go, I can still be competitive, I can still do stuff, I need to prove that before I leave? Or are you thinking, what a torrid couple of years, I'm off to IndyCar for a year? Mm, yeah, but I mean, they're super competitive, aren't they? they all, the thing is, they all think, every single F1 driver, they all think, if given the car, they'll win a championship, mm. don't they? They mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. think Even Latifi. Yeah, and R- Ricardo. <laughs> No, he, he will think that because he thinks he's an F1. It, they all think it's the car and it, and it is, but there's obviously there's other elements to it as we know. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's not going to do it for the money now. He's not going to get a championship winning seat, is he? He's not, he's not going to get Mercedes or Red Bull. No. I don't know why. Is, is he, is he not, is he not, he's obviously not quick enough because obviously in F1, the cream normally rises to the top, right? The real top boys eventually they do get the best car but he had the best car in the Red Bull did he then though yeah, Is yeah. The best well car? it wasn't the best car but he was he was winning races he's the only I think apart from it's like Hamilton Rosberg Vettel someone help me out here Verstappen and then Ricardo. in the last 10 years like that they're the most winningest drivers he's right up there he's, he's been in it 12 years though mate yeah of course yeah, you're but it's, t- only, it's, it's only since he's time. left Red Bull that things have gone downhill and if you think about his first Renault stint he came on song the second, second year he was doing strong got a couple of podiums he was competitive again it's just since he's moved to McLaren yeah. and his point being um, you know it's the, it's the car I don't suit this car I need out I don't know what's going to happen so we're getting really carried away with an F1 podcast now um, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think Piastri will go to McLaren next year I think he'll run Norris very close I think Piastri is a big big talent for the future I think Ricardo could go to Alpine he could also just jog on and then it's going to be interesting to see where everything why falls into place. Why do you think he'll run him close? I think Piastri's properly good. Why do you think that? Uh, just based on his F3 and F2 performances. In F2, he didn't necessarily have as competitive a field as some of the like up-and-comers that we've seen, the Russells, Leclerc's. 
is the well, year that he was in, but he dominated. Dominated. Okay, like Leclerc, and he's doing well, and he's in the best car, and he's nowhere near the championship. Agreed, but... So, what does that tell you? You think Leclerc's a bad driver? No, he's, well, he's good, but he's not that good, is he? Because he's got the best car, and he's 100, nearly it's not 100 all points his fault. Up. It's not all his fault. It's a lot of it's Ferrari's fault. But I mean, a lot the fact he's crashed. He's crashed more times than not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking was, real fine But Verstappen details. crashed a lot at the start of his... It takes to get on song to be in a championship winning car and be consistently a championship contender. It's a different mindset, and we've seen that with Leclerc yeah. before. When he got the opportunity to win in an uncompetitive car, he took it. But the problem which we're seeing is now he's he could win every single weekend. He hasn't got the mindset for it. Yeah. Whereas Verstappen, we've seen last year, had to take himself into a different echelon. Him and Hamilton moved into this separate echelon, and now Verstappen, it's like he's playing on a computer game with AI difficulty twenty five percent. I mean, yeah. Verstappen literally looks asleep and he's just still winning everything. He, yeah, he's so got, he's got the car and the talent. Yeah, 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 and he's just chilled into it. Where Leclerc, it just can't handle the pressure. Yeah, it's flapping. seemingly of a actual champion, but then also Ferrari have completely fluffed it for him as well. Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, yeah, that was that was a good question because we really got going there. But um, anyway, I think we'll wrap things up there. Um, we have absolutely loved having you all down here again. Huge thanks to Alexander's Prestige for hosting us in this beautiful showroom amongst some incredible cars. Uh, if any of you are interested in buying any of their stock uh, Andrew's the man in the very jaunty pants um, you can't but, miss him you can't miss him um, but yeah as I say huge thanks for coming uh, if you're watching or listening at home make sure to subscribe turn on notifications all that usual blah 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 and we'll be back with you for our final episode pre our summer break next week for now everyone thank Are you for coming one more? appreciate it one more even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 